From Schwartz Media, I'm Ruby Jones. This is 7am. This week, after more than 100 days in lockdown, New South Wales residents were officially allowed back into restaurants, bars, shops and gyms. But for many, the end of lockdown wasn't about being able to drink beer in a pub again, but the chance to see family after months of isolation. Today, 7am producer Cara Jensen-McKinnon speaks to two sisters finally reunited after lockdown about what opening up means to them. It's Thursday, October 14. Kara, you, like everyone in Greater Sydney, have just come out of months of lockdown. What has that been like for you and who have you been talking to? Yeah, so on Monday, after about 100-something days of lockdown, we were officially allowed to leave our little five-kilometre bubbles for non-essential reasons. And even though the weather was terrible and it was absolutely pouring, um, for a lot of people it meant going straight to the pub. Cheers! So even our newly minted Premier Dominic Perrottet delivered his morning press conference at the pub drinking beers with a bunch of senior ministers at nine o'clock in the morning, which was a little strange. Well, welcome everybody uh, to Watson's and I want to thank uh, Michael Watson for uh, hosting us here today. Uh, he's... I think that this lockdown has been so hard on all of us and that's why the idea of Freedom Day is so appealing. But as we're opening up, I've been thinking about the more vulnerable members of society, particularly the elderly, because they've been the most impacted by these restrictions. And, and for them, opening up isn't so clear cut as just headed down to the pub. You like. OK, so that's um, OK. Yep, that's cool. Just don't, like, wave it around too much, but otherwise it's perfect. Oh, one or two, two. <laughs> and because we don't often hear from the elderly, I wanted to speak to some people directly to see how they're feeling about lockdown ending and, you know, how it's going to change their lives. So... I chatted to two sisters who I feel like are Australia's very own golden girls called Betty. Oh, my name is Elizabeth Mastello. That would be better, Betty. <laughs> and Gloria. OK, so my name is Gloria Nestor and I live in a retirement village in Toongabbie. Um, Betty and Gloria grew up in Leichhardt in Sydney's inner west and have been inseparable their whole lives, but um, they haven't been able to see each other for the better part of a year which for them has been really difficult because they've, you know, spent their whole lives together. Mm. So what has that been like for them, Cara, not being able to spend time around each other for this kind of length of time? What have they been doing? How have they been spending their days? So Betty lives in aged care and, and Gloria lives in a retirement home and both of them live alone. So as you can imagine, lockdown's made things pretty lonely the hardest thing was not seeing family and that cuts to the core, that's hurt. Every one of us, we're all upset about that. So once we get there and I can cuddle my younger, all my grandchildren, just need to squeeze the air out of them so that'll be nice. Because they're subject to super heavy restrictions, they've been living pretty solitary lives. They have their meals dropped at their door a couple of times a day, they're not allowed to catch the bus to town they have no little day trips, their community halls being closed, which means that there's no social events for them to go and hang out with their friends. 
Betty told me that she's especially missed being able to play bingo in the community hall with her friends. And Gloria, who made a point of telling me that she hates bingo, is actually missing Friday afternoon happy hour. And we had um, Friday night happy hour here. That's always lovely. I don't mind sitting down there, Bib. <laughs> but they've kept themselves kind of busy. I'm busy every day and I've got a, a job to do every day, which is lovely, you know. I have purpose, <laughs> which is important at my age. Because they miss each other so much, they have been chatting on the phone every day. Betty and I usually speak every day, twice a day sometimes. We normally uh, talk about what we'll watch that day and what channel it's on. And, and, and she always just says, I just want to see you're alive. That's all. I just want to... <laughs> And they tell me that despite the fact they're in lockdown, they've got a lot of gossip to catch up on. Apparently in Betty's facility, she said that there's 100 people and 14 of them are called Margaret. And so they often talk at length about what the Margarets are up to. So it sounds like it's been a lot like our experience of lockdown, but with a lot less Netflix. But, you know, that said, the life and times of 14 Margarets sounds kind of like a Netflix show anyway. Yeah, it could be. And so, Cara, as the New South Wales government has announced its targets and as the state has gotten closer and closer to restrictions easing, what has that been like for Gloria and for her sister Betty? What have they been thinking about and how have they been feeling about the prospect of opening up? Well, both Betty and Gloria are pretty nervous about opening up, actually. We felt safe to be locked in. That hasn't been hard. It hasn't been difficult at all. It's more. It's harder now thinking we've got freedom and having to go out. Now we're nervous. <laughs> Before they said that this is the sentiment of a lot of people that they live with. Um, like it's safe here. We've all been vaccinated, so it's safe. But um, I don't want to be walking past someone that hasn't been vaccinated, and and um, I, I just I think it's a it's a scary world out there now. You know. They've missed out on a lot. They've had their grandkids' 21st birthdays. They've been some of their friends' funerals that they've missed. They've missed some weddings. And Gloria told me that she was most sad to have missed Betty's 90th birthday. I think with all of us, from the people that I've spoken to, it's mostly just haircut and grandchildren and family. And I see my sister. Whoops, I cry. <laughs> Um, I'll see my sister hopefully sometime, so that'll be lovely. So I've been chatting to Gloria and Betty for a little while now, and because they haven't seen each other for the better part of a year and, and neither one of them can drive, I decided that when things finally opened up, I would reunite them. I am just on my way to pick up Gloria, who is in Old Turn Gabby. This is literally the furthest I've driven in about four months, which is actually pretty crazy. It's so on Monday, when we were finally allowed to leave our houses in our little five kilometre bubbles, I headed out to Old Turn Gabby in Sydney's western suburbs and picked up Gloria and the whole car ride, she, she spoke about how excited she was to see Betty. Because those, Betty, Betty raised my brother and I when we were young. She did, she looked after us so much and took us to the movies, did everything for us. And, and I've, she's, she and I have been close all our lives and her daughters and sons are like my own children. And just to see them is just... 
And as we got closer to Betty's house, I didn't even need to use Google Maps because Gloria knew the whole way off by heart and even started directing me. We've just got to now just follow straight up this road and through that roundabout. And then it's the second big driveway on the right. And I'm so excited, my stomach's turning over. So now we now turn right into here. And now when we go down here, just just go to the left and then quickly to the right and then we'll go straight up to her unit. I bet she's sitting out the front waiting. It doesn't matter how early, how late we arrive, she'll always be sitting out there early waiting for us. There she is, look, she's at the door. Oh, isn't that fabulous? Oh, I can't wait. Oh, quick, are we stopping now? Oh, thank you. We'll be back in a moment. This year, the Saturday paper celebrates 10 years as Australia's leading independent newspaper. In that time, it's built a peerless reputation for quality journalism, for telling stories that are ignored elsewhere. It's the essential account of the week in politics, culture and news. When you read the Saturday paper, you don't need to read anything else. Subscribe today from just $2.10 per week. Visit thesaturdaypaper.com.au slash subscribe. The Saturday Paper. The whole story. As a a 7am listener, you value the story behind the headlines. That's why you should read Post, a free daily newsletter bringing you the top five news stories of the day, summarising each of their key points with links to full articles from a range of sources. Get the news you need to your inbox every weekday morning with Post. Sign up at thesaturdaypaper.com.au slash newsletters. Cara, what was it like for Gloria and her sister Betty to see each other again? Can you describe that reunion? It was so nice. It was so nice. Even though it was absolutely pouring with rain, um, we drove up and Betty was sitting there waiting for us outside in her wheelchair and Gloria ran up to her and gave her the biggest hug. Here she is. I knew she'd be out in the veranda waiting. Hello. (laughs) Do you recognise me? <laughs> How are you going, my darling girl? Hmm? Hello, sweetheart. I, I can't cuddle you yet because I haven't got my um, hold. I'll give you a cuddle in a minute. All right. And she started crying. Betty was crying. I was also crying. And um, then we went inside and they just sat there for the longest time and just looked at each other's faces and held hands. Oh, it's so good. I'm just going to sit. I just want to look at you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, put the bike on. Oh, I don't know. And it was funny because, uh, you know, they said it had just been long, so long since they'd seen each other's faces and I thought about the fact that for me in lockdown, you know, I've missed a lot of my friends and family, but because of Instagram and Zoom and various other social media sites, like you can see everyone's face every day. Um, whereas for them, they haven't actually seen each other for months and months. So Gloria put on the tea, Betty put out, you know, three types of cake on the table for us to have. And then they just started telling each other stories and laughing. When we used to go out, 
I'd be a bit slow moving. She'd poke me with my walking stick. <laughs> of course, in the rear end. So we killed ourselves laughing because but she's, she's wonderful. She's a wonderful girl. It was just so nice. Like, I feel like it was probably the nicest way to spend the first day out of lockdown. Are you ready to go home? <laughs> got everything? All right, okay. got your umbrella? Gloria said something that stuck with me in the car on the way home and she said that she and a lot of her friends just feel a lot older. We've lost energy and we've lost just the the want of going out and doing things that that's gone. So now we've got She said that it was the socializing and being able to see her friends and see her family, you know, often was what kept her alive and kept her kind of zesty being able to go to the community hall and do all those things. And she said without it, the more time she just spends sitting by herself in her little apartment, the older she feels, that felt sad because she said, you know, she's never really felt old before, but these last 18 months have really made her aware of how old she is. Mm. So that was Monday, which was a few days ago now. What happens next for Gloria and for Betty? To what extent did their lives go back to normal now. Yeah, I think this is the hard thing. I mean, when we came out of lockdown last year, there wasn't any COVID. I mean, everyone was kind of a little nervous and socially awkward, but it actually wasn't very dangerous, whereas this time is different. COVID is here and we're living with it. And, you know, we're told basically every day by health officers and premiers that the case numbers will go up as we come out of lockdown. And so, both Betty and Gloria said that they were pretty scared, actually, to start coming out again. No, I don't want to go out in the big world just just to see the family. And that, that's what I really want, you know. But they also said that the thing that keeps them going is knowing that they only have so much time left and so they want to be making the most of it. Well, that, we're all getting older and every day you miss is a day you miss. Um, being with them, so that's where I am. I th- I'm sure most people are most people are saying the same thing. This whole notion of Freedom Day is pretty tricky, and I think all of us are just so conscious of how much time we've lost, which is why we're all so eager to get back out there and you know hit the clubs and go to the restaurants and go overseas as soon as we can. But we forget that for a lot of people, opening up is scary. And while, you know, most of us can make up for lost time, if you're older, you can't do that. You've only got so much time left. And and it was so clear speaking to them that they were very conscious that they couldn't get that time back. I was worried that we wouldn't see each other anymore. And as you get older, you can't, you can't lose these precious moments because you just never know when, when, when it will be our last time together. So this has been precious just to see her and spend time and cuddle them and my this is to see see them. Hopefully I'll be able to see them a lot more now that now that we are we are out of let, out of lockdown. And and uh, and we can just resume life as we know it and not be separated as much as we have been. I just feel so Probably for me, the most telling thing is that on Freedom Day, Gloria and Betty weren't looking forward to hitting the pub and drinking beers. They were most looking forward to squeezing their grandkids and seeing their families' faces again, which is, 
what I feel like we should all really be looking forward to. Um, and what has it been like seeing Gloria today? No, it's been absolutely fabulous. We've had the best time, but the trouble is we laugh too much. We've had our cuddles, we've had our cries, and then we just laugh. This year, the Saturday paper celebrates 10 years as Australia's leading independent newspaper. In that time, it's built a peerless reputation for quality journalism, for telling stories that are ignored elsewhere. Subscribe now at thesaturdaypaper.com.au slash subscribe. Also in the news today, the New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet has flagged that restrictions in the state could further ease sooner than planned, with the state on track to reach its next vaccination target as early as Sunday. On Tuesday, New South Wales recorded 444 new cases of COVID-19 and four more deaths. And Victoria has recorded its deadliest day of the current Delta outbreak. 13 people with COVID-19 passed away and 1,571 new cases of the virus were recorded on Wednesday. There are currently 706 coronavirus patients in Victorian hospitals. I'm Ruby Jones. This is 7am. See you tomorrow.